uh, we back. Thank you for listening to another episode of my podcast. This is Day Peace. This is Peace Talk. We're doing another before the stage. I in the episode I said it's number ten. It's nine. I don't know how I missed an entire number, but I did. So I, I got a chance to sit down with four comics, uh, all in four different places of the career. Three of them relatively new. One has been doing it for you know about the time that I actually been out here in North Iowa. But I don't think I'm going to do that anymore. I don't think I'm going to sit down. I think it's going to be two to three max because we were sharing microphones. People kept busting into the green room. Uh, one of the microphones wasn't really doing a great job of picking up the additional third audio. So there's some audio issues. And just ultimately, I had comics that weren't even talking into the microphone. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so it was it, it's a little rough in some spots, but it's still really good content. And I appreciate all comics that were that were on. It's just really fun to talk to and get different new like perspectives on what they do. We did the show. I offered an additional $50 for a costume contest, which Veronica won. So, so shout out to her. I'll let her tell you what her costume was. She had the longest drive. She was coming from the Quad City, which was a four-hour drive to and back. Part of me that was very happy that she won. On top of that, we had a pretty decent turnout. I'm not much of a Halloween guy. I dressed up as Ted Lasso. I had a costume that I didn't pick up. And then I needed to grab something really quickly. So I ran to Walmart, $25, boom, picked me up a jacket, mustache that would not stay on, a visor, and a whistle. Black lasso! You know, and I don't know why that voice, in my mind, I'm killing it, but it's probably not anything near Jason Sudeikis. But in my mind, I'm hot dogs! Okay, (laughs) I should probably stop doing that. I apologize. (laughs) Listen, enjoy the episode. I will be back with another before the stage for an actual number 10 with uh, Carmela Anderson, a, a comedian, one of my favorite comedians in the country, but she's based out of uh, Omaha. And uh, I'm going to sit down with her for a couple of minutes this upcoming uh, Saturday. We'll be at Teehee's Comedy Club. I'll be dressed up again. And that's a show that we do uh, our residency for Black Always Stream. So it's the last Saturday of every month. If you're in Des Moines area, you want to laugh, grab tickets to that, and I will see you. Otherwise, uh, I'll have an episode with her next week. And as I mentioned, we'll be going to Texas pretty soon because I'm in the Altercation Comedy Festival. So we're going to be taking the equipment on the road. But uh, that's what I got going on next week. I'll talk to you soon. Enjoy the episode. And any of the comedians that you hear and listen to and you want to follow, most of them are on social media or I tag them in a bunch of shit for like uh, the show that we just did. So you can check them out and follow them. Thanks. Peace. Uh, quick question. Do you live in North Iowa or Southern Minnesota? Are you not in love with your usual hair salon or you just want to try somebody new? Or do you want to discover the person that probably should have already been doing your hair this whole time? Shannon, aka Red, will gladly provide a multitude of services from facial, braids, perms, coloring. She's located at 624 North Monroe in Mason City, Iowa at the Candy Shop Salon and is typically open from noon to 9 with a 2.30 to 3.20 break because she's got to go get her kid. Okay, working moms, you understand the struggle. She runs a special on every Tuesday for $10 cuts, but you can see more on her Facebook page, The Candy Shop Salon, or you can visit her online shop. You can book by appointment, but she also take walk-ins. So it's all about you and how you want to see yourself at The Candy Shop Salon. This is another Before the Stage. This is actually my 10th one. 
which is pretty impressive. And I have some people that have never been on the pod before. We're going to chit-chat a little bit. We're in Mason City, Iowa, my monthly show at Mason City Bruin. And this is kind of a special, I guess, Halloween edition. <laughs> and uh, let's start off with this. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourself. And then my first question is going to be, do you do a lot of, uh, or how do you feel about themed comedy shows? So we'll, we'll start with a young lady to my right. I'm Veronica Memoir. I'm from the Quad Cities. I've been doing stand-up for a little under a year. Jumped into it when I became unemployed and lost health insurance for therapy. So here I am. And uh, I have an addictive personality, so I keep going to the stage. I've done a couple of themed shows. And so I, I like themes because it keeps within the parameters and um, it just really depends on the audience but I think like a Halloween show is funny I've got some material for it but I probably won't stick to it exclusively because I just don't know how to read the room yet so I'm going to work on that and then the gentleman with uh, I can see your face I can see your dimples this is I've known it's, it's you it's been a while I, I don't, have you ever even, have you ever even seen me shave before Dave uh, I don't think I have this is brand new for me I, I can't even remember the last time but I know that every time I do shave it's like a gentle reminder of this double chin that may or may not be coming in so then i gotta be like oh shit maybe i gotta start working out more but i think i think i'm all right i think i got a few years i can feel something there but i think we're good <laughs> uh how long have you been doing it <laughs> go ahead and introduce yourself uh then. jason clemens i live here in mason city i've been doing comedy about seven years i think um and you talked about themed theme shows i think that's a great idea especially when like you're doing hometown shows quite a bit because it's just to get people to keep coming out to the same shit it's like throwing out themes is just really awesome something different you know you can have fun with it you can write different jokes around it and stuff like that and we've been kicking around ideas me and my comedy partner about trying to get something going to it to just gets more variety instead of just the same guys telling the same jokes over and over so i think it's really I'm excited to be here tonight day thanks for having me uh to my left a gentleman who uh, i've known for uh, a couple years now we we've done some shows out in des moines go ahead and introduce yourself sir my name is uh reuben johnson the third uh chicago native born and raised uh, been in des moines for the last 24 years Came here to visit a bowling buddy back in 99 and been here ever since. Um, single, no kids, never been married. Um, <laughs> it's a dating podcast now. Yeah, it is. It's, it's more like, uh, to be honest with you, I believe my motto is what's been my problem all these years. My motto is like it or lick it. And <laughs> I believe it's just not working in the, in the dating scene for me. So I feel as though I'd have a better chance at being successful with comedy. <laughs> been at it for two and a half years now. I think that should be my motto. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, this is just the kind of basic question I ask everybody when we do these. Do you have, like, something that you do the day of the show before, you know, hours? Like, is do you have a routine or a ritual that you typically do on show days that, that prepare you or mentally get you in? Uh, in in the space that you need to be to perform? Um, I'm a master procrastinator, so it's usually last minute, but I have this weird thing where I have a spreadsheet of all of my jokes, and I have times next to it, and so I like to restructure it to kind of fit the time slot that I'm given, and if it makes sense to flow together. Um, and then I usually forget what I do, so I write all of my jokes out at a bar table beforehand, and that's about it. And I pray, sometimes. <laughs> What about you, Jason? Oh, uh, I got a kind of a routine. I think someone's trying to get up here. 
Uh oh. Anyways, I kind of got a routine where about three hours before I got to leave for the show, you know, I make sure like I, I do something like I exercise, I walk the dogs typically is what I'm doing, you know, and thinking about the jokes I want to do. Then I have a process of like eating something safe. <laughs> you, know, you don't want to show up to the venue and they got something in a crock pot and you, you know what I mean and <laughs> and then I kind of have like a, when I'm getting cleaned up getting showered and ready like the last thing the very last thing I'll do before I leave is like put on all my clothes so there might be an hour I'm just walking around in underwear because I don't want to like put the pants on too soon and like get them wrinkly or put the shirt on too soon and spill something on or get dog hair and that's just kind of the routine I'm going with right now I guess you, you're giving me a breaking bad uh, <laughs> vibes right, right now yeah uh, and the curtains are often open but I don't care you know it's a free show what about what about you Ruben like do you have like something that hey this is this is what I do to get me where I need to be well uh, today was good uh, two hours on the highway was plenty of time to go over it and over it <laughs> cut that damn music off and get into the zone get into the zone it was actually good to rehearse with the music playing too that little bit of a distraction that yeah, was like kind of cool yes, yeah, 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 yes. Yeah. that was kind of cool you know um, I'm, I'm really you know just uh, out here trying to get into the groove and do my thing we we are currently in the green room at Mason City Brewing and it only has one physical doorknob which is on the outside so we're trapped in <laughs> he's not breaking bad he's breaking out uh oh Alright, so this is my question for all the comics. Um, this comes by from a from a listener who's he's been he's been listening for quite some time, so shout out to Scott uh, Keller. Uh, he he said he wants to know um, how does the use of foul language affect comedy? Does it improve it? Does any comedian overuse it that you know of or do yourself? Should have known. <laughs> known. Black on black on black. All right, we we have we have one more comic that joined, so uh, we had a little bit of a commotion situation, but I think we're good. Uh, how does the use of foul language affect comedy? Does it improve it? Does any comedian overuse it? Can the same set be just as funny without it? I use it, and I think it's I think it helps it kind of emphasize some of the stories, but it really depends. I think if it's really good joke writing, I think you can still land the joke without it but it's about reading the room i recently was brought on to a show um with a comedian who is very glee focused no swearing no profanity no explicit material and i had to basically rewrite a lot of my material to fit him as a headliner and it worked but it wasn't as much fun for me so i think for me it's it's about being able to kind of surprise the crowd especially based on what they think they're going to expect coming out of my mouth um or not so but i think it's fun no i actually i read that if only swear if the joke needs it and i feel like and i do swear quite a bit but i use it in a way where like if i can tell the joke without swearing and it's just as funny and you don't need it then don't use it but if it, if it enhances the joke you know sometimes the, the swear is like a surprise you know it gets you know catches them off guard and then that works too but but yeah, if if it helps, use it. If it, if it don't need it, don't use it. Okay, so and to my left is a young lady who just walked in. So I'm Lily Obscure. Um, I guess my main thing is essentially I'm a goth comic, and I've been doing comedy since exactly May 12th, 2021. So new to it, but having fun with it, and I'm really excited. But the question... Foul language is foul needed, language, or yeah. use it. How I feel about like uh, foul language in comedy. When I first started, I started when I was only like 18, 
And then so for me to be swearing on stage when growing up, not supposed to swear. So it felt like weird because like I never like swore a lot, wasn't allowed to swear at home. So then when I started doing shows and I started putting swearing in my sets, um, my, my parents came and watched. I was a little <laughs> bit nervous because I'm like, oh no, uh, they're going to hear me drop some words I wasn't supposed to say ever. I think it's not entirely necessary, but it, it's kind of like a time and place situation. I do think it adds a bit of like human to your set because people swear. Although it's considered like foul language, it, it is passionate regardless. So I think it's, it's a fun way to spice up your set but it's also not entirely necessary, and if I think anyone could do a clean set, that can be just as good as any dirty set. How I feel about cursing <laughs> on the stage, um, I was always taught, even as a kid, that cuss words are used actually for a lack of diction. And on the stage, uh, my persona, I carry myself, let me tell it, I'm freaky man. But I'm learning that I don't want to go vulgar. Under no circumstances do I want to go vulgar. I can be hella funny without going there being nasty with it. And uh, that's about all I got on vulgarity and cussing. I'm all sorry right. in advance. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, I appreciate you, Scott, for the question. Uh, we'll end the episode with if there's anything you guys want to like promote, give a shout out to, feel free to have that opportunity. This episode will come out next Thursday, so keep that in mind. Don't be like, hey, I got a show coming up on Saturday. They won't, they, it's too late. So uh, we'll, do, we'll do another circle, but we'll start with Veronica. Comes out next Saturday? Thursday. Next Thursday. Oh, so they're going to miss me actually headlining. That's okay. No one's going to really miss out. Um, I I always participate at Rhythm City Casino. They have an open mic the last Thursday of every month. Oftentimes, it's a competition for an incoming comic where you can MC. Always a really great experience. I'll be hosting Titties for Kitties, which is a drag burlesque fundraiser for the Humane Society and Animal Shelter with a lot of inappropriate content. Um, I'm also going to be hosting Dark Desire's burlesque show November 4th. I'm also going to be performing. So if you don't like what you hear, you might like what you see. And you can follow me on Instagram. What's the, what's the Instagram what? Uh, Veronica Memoir. I'm not on nothing coming up. I got, uh, what's that? Um, no Sleep in January. That's a that's a major show. Shout out to AJ Simmons who uh, does No Sleep. That was the show that really gave me hope in uh, like in Iowa. As far as comedy wise, I was like, okay, there's some, some dope ass shit here. So anyway. Uh, nothing too worthy to brag about, I guess, but if anyone wants to like find Jason Clemens on Facebook, uh, me and my partner Dylan Meek are always, we're, we're pretty booked out, you know, through the new year already. Find the other guys' comedy, that's what we do, and we got, uh, we're doing two open mics a month in Mesa City and a regular Saturday show as well, and we're also on the road quite a bit, you know, hitting places all over the state and in other areas as well, so, you know, check out the other guys' comedy on Facebook. Thank you. I guess just to keep up to date with any future shows I might be doing, um, follow me on Facebook, Lily Obscure, Instagram, Lily underscore Obscure, but I like doing comedy all over the place, so even if you're not in this area, Mason City, I like doing comedy out like the Des Moines area, Iowa City area, Rochester, Minnesota area, like all over the place. Um, so if you're around, try to get your show. Hey, here's a quick shout out to a local photographer and all-around creative type, Clayton Moritz. 
He has two Instagram profiles, a personal and a professional. The personal, all one word, that guy who walks around town. He has a dark room link in his bio with Prince for sale. I first met Clayton at a peaceful protest following the murder of George Floyd back in 2020. Even last year, he took pictures at our reproductive rights march that we held in Mason City, Iowa. He just has the ability to capture the moment. You know, like one of those, like, hey, I want to frame this. His other instagram page is brambo jamps which i will definitely spell out the name in the episode description <laughs> i don't even know what your brambo jamps is but look if you need a cool picture for the office spare bedroom you just need a fun gift idea contact clayton and please tell him they sent you 